Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another episode. Happy as usual to have another episode, much less have a consecutive episode um, to stick with my Friday um, release schedule that I've you know put for myself. Um, this this week has been interesting. Um, and I wanted to talk about, you know, being a light and what that entails and when you experience those moments, like what that looks like and the different kind of in between moments where your light is, is removed from you or it is tampered with or altered or any of those sort of things. Just so that way, I think, you know, we can all be on the same page with things. So one of the things that I wanted to address specifically was that, um, you know, being a light. And what I mean by that is being someone that attracts others to either look for advice, you know, has a great, you know, not even a great, but it has somewhat of an influence, if you will, is a motivator, is someone that people are curious or interested about when it comes to learning their ways, um, who, you know, people feel supported by or acknowledged by or seen by, um, or people who recognize the, you know, the beauty and who they are and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And so um, that's something that is very unique, something that is not really, I would say, like duplicated or easy to find. It's definitely something that <clears throat> you kind of notice over time or you kind of experience um, through different experiences as far as like moments of vulnerability, moments of like someone having to step up and step into the light as far as being the light in an experience that can be, you know, traumatic or scary or, you know, one of a kind. And you realize that people's energy kind of shifts towards you or your thought process is something they adopt. Now, <laughs> I what really prompted me to talk about this was I was just thinking about the different times where basically I was called to be the light. And when I say called, I mean, God himself um, used me as a messenger where you kind of I, I personally, so everyone experiences this differently as far as their relationship with him. But for me, I experienced something where he kind of like uses me as a vessel and I get this like, like distinct urge or energy in making sure that, um, I am like, I have a repeat thought like something that just won't go away, like this repeat thought, this kind of like nerve wracking message that I have to do, I have to do, have to do. And there have been different people who have called me out of that, meaning like they distracted me or they didn't believe in me or they caused me to second guess myself or they, you know, caused me to look at things differently and not from a place of, um, I don't know, like, confidence or, you know, that sort of stuff. And there have been different times where I've known that distinctly, this is God asking me to do something. And I've distinctly ignored him because I felt like it was too grand. It was just too much to do. Like me, why could I be such a light? Why, why should I have to be such a, a leading force in a circumstance or be the one to acknowledge certain things or speak on certain things or bring people together or um, navigate a certain situation, you know, with someone or for someone. Why do I like, it just seems like uh, tedious work. 
Um, and I recall this one specific time where someone and I in high school, I don't even remember who it was at the time, but I just remember this feeling that there was a person in high school and I, that we were once close. We were once really, you know, connected and, um, her and I fell out and I went to a local party at a, a house party and, um, she was expected to be there and everyone was kind of like, whoa, like maybe you don't want to go. Maybe it's not a good idea. Not because just because of the tension, not that we were going to fight or anything like that, but just the tension that was there. And I remember saying like, I can't shelter my life for anyone or anything. If this is something that I want to participate in and I want to go to and I want to enjoy, I'm not going to limit myself to certain places because of fear and because of, um, this individual living their life as well. And, you know, it was interesting because I thought, I literally thought this moment today and that's what prompted me to record this episode. And I was like, I'm much older now, (laughs) not much, much, but much older now. And I think back to that 17, 16, 18 year old who was trying to figure out life and, you know, was a hard ass a lot more now than I am. I've, you know, I, I, I am now, um, no, a lot more then than I am now about people, environments, you know, very particular. Um, and I'm just like, wow, like there were moments where people were, you know, dimming my light and, and not allowing me to enjoy myself. And that's something that I was very, I remember at that time, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, no one is ever going to stop me from going or doing anything that I want to do. And, and I just remember like voicing my opinion on it. Like, let's go. Let's like, if they're there, if she's there, then she's there. I don't care. Like, I'm still going to have a good time. I'm still going to enjoy myself. And I love that about myself. I I remember that moment so, so vividly. And I remember speaking up and acknowledging that. And we all went, she wasn't there. And then, and then afterwards, I made the point, like, what if we didn't go and we didn't have a good time? Like, well, we would have missed out on that because of the simple fact that, I was, we were so pressed about her and where she could possibly be. So it was very interesting, but circling back to my point, there were times where I questioned my intentions behind being a light and behind being a force, um, because I felt like it was a burden. I felt like it was such a grave responsibility, but, um, I forget the saying, but it's to whom much is expected, much is required or vice versa. Um, I want to continue to welcome good things into my life. I continue to want have to have, you know, new opportunities, new, you know, things to happen for me in my life. And there's no way on God earth that I can continue to operate from the same space. And one of the things that I realized is that I wasn't trusting God enough to say, Hey, listen, he is throwing me into the fire because my flame is just that loud. It's not to burn and to watch me turn into freaking, um, ash, (laughs) you know, like he's not setting me up to fail. He's saying, listen, flames go to flames. Like that's just where it goes. And by no means do I think that this means that I am saved or, you know, um, you know, 
I don't have to deal with certain ramifications of just doing negative things or not being the right person or not being responsible. No, no way, shape or form. But I do feel like my effort doesn't go unnoticed in walking by faith. And it's caused me so many great things. As so more specifically, there have been many times in my life where I felt like, you know what? I'm doomed. You know what? This is not gonna, this is not gonna work out. My choices have led me to a place where I'm not happy with. I've kind of shot myself in the foot. I've really like put myself in this place where I shouldn't have been. Um, I'm not gonna be able to take myself out of this. And it's all because of a series of, you know, decisions that I made, but ultimately um, walking further and further away from God and what he's asked for me. Now, when it comes to your light and understanding your light, um, sometimes you can be misled. Sometimes you feel like you're a little bit brighter than you actually are. (laughs) Sometimes you are brighter than you actually know. And for many years, that has been me where I didn't realize that because when you're a light, you don't always get validation. Like you don't always get immediately awarded for how important you are, how, you know, amazing you are. There are times where we stay in jobs, relationships, situations, um, communities, you know, environments, networks that we don't get immediate validation. Either the experience of you is taken for granted or it's not really known or it's not really expressed because that's not the medium or the space that they usually do it in or your worth or your value or your impact is taken home and it's discussed upon there or it's you know celebrated there or it's acknowledged there or people are fighting you know you know your namesake behind your back and you don't even know it they're fighting for you they're rooting for you all these sort of things and sometimes we overlook we don't see those parts so we overlook them and i think the biggest thing with the light is understanding that you have to it comes from within like you have to be disciplined enough within to say, listen, I am a good person. I'm going to do great things. The things that I fall short, they are my best or what I believe to be my best at that moment, not for eternity, but at that moment. And one of the major components of all of that is making sure that you are not being misled by people clapping, people liking, people, you know, voicing their opinion in a positive way, people rooting. Now, don't get me wrong, having out outside, you know, support and acknowledgement is a beautiful thing. It's not a negative thing in any way, shape or form, but it's certainly not a place where you should cast all of your hopes and dreams and all that sort of stuff, because it can, it can, fall upon people who don't value it, people who can't see it. And that's another thing. That's why I say, if it comes from within, you certainly have to manage yourself accordingly. So that way, you know, regardless of the outcome, I did my part. I stood up for what I believed in. I made sure of the fact that I did what I was supposed to do. Now it can be it can be a lonely space to be in because think about it. It feels like you're walking in a desert and there's no, there's no, no opportunity in sight and you just feel like it's barren and it's, it's pointless. But every step that you take, you, you walk closer or you create 
a pathway for the next person who's walking through that desert or multiple people who end up crossing, you know, walking through the desert or the people from way afar who you can't see, but can see you walking through that says, maybe I shouldn't lay here anymore. Maybe I shouldn't just, you know, ponder or run around in circles. Maybe I should start walking towards the light. Um, so you have to be mindful about your impact and where you're at and pour into you by making sure you're aligned with where you're supposed to be. Now, this is something that certainly doesn't happen overnight. It does take time. And like I said, it can be very daunting, but it's so rewarding. I remember another experience where I just felt like a friend, I was helping her kind of through some relationship struggles and, um, we were talking about it extensively, but I wasn't getting the sense that it was really reaching her. I I have had the sense that it was like, uh, and this is my first experience of like this whole experience, this whole situation, um, where I am talking my ears off to someone and I'm not getting immediate or, you know, timely feedback of that. I'm in the right direction. What I'm saying, you know, they agree with, I'm not getting that. I'm very much getting like murky water here. And I kind of got to the point where I felt like, what's the point? It's not making a difference because I can't see it. I don't, I can't recognize it. Well, you know, Yana Venzet said, I'm not attached to the outcomes. I'm just attached to doing what I'm set out to do. And I try to remind myself of that. But sometimes every now and then you just want to feel like what you're saying, what you're doing makes a difference. And that's the part that I'm, I'm referring to. Now, it wasn't until weeks later where she said, hey, I took it upon myself to practice the things that you had talked about, you know, when we talked a couple weeks ago and it made a difference. And I was just floored because that was the last thing I was expecting. I was not expecting her to give a damn or hear anything I had to say whatsoever. So I was pleasantly surprised when she acknowledged that, yeah, actually I've been, it's been on my mind. And that helped me recognize that people's processing time is completely different, you know, and how things, the dust settles is different. Some get taken away with the wind, some, you know, take a little bit longer to reach the floor. Everyone's kind of process a little bit different. But in that moment, I recognized as well or validated or reminded me to continue on this, you know, um, this journey of being authentic, being honest, being direct, being, you know, making the effort to make sure that um, I was aligned with where I was supposed to be and not looking at the confirmation, affirmation from external sources, but the validation that within myself, I got to enjoy who I was. I could look at myself and say, you're the light that I would always want to see shining. Like I'm happy with you as a light, you know, um, the self-reflection, the person that I enjoyed in the mirror was, you know, was basically a, a representation of who I wanted to be, you know, and that is my gauge. Like my gauge is an external, it's internal. Like, okay, when I do a check-in, am I operating from the space that, you know, I, find valuable, I think is important, is making a difference, is somebody I am in, I can enjoy or I appreciate or I find to be enjoyable? Or is it actually someone that I'm kind of like, mm, you know, girl, you could be doing better. You need to stop playing yourself. You know, what, what does that look like? And just knowing that I'm in that space is more important than anything else. And so that's something that I, that I, I highly, 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 recommend. Okay. So let's get real. 
you might be saying, Sam, you're telling me I got to be the light or I am the light or I know exactly what you mean when you say the light. Because for me, for my family, for my circumstance, whatever, whatever, I am the light. And I know that very well. And it is a huge responsibility and it is weighted and it is uncomfortable because I am feeling like I am just, you know, managing, uplifting, doing the Lord's work of, you know, chaperoning and, you know, sitting on top of people to make sure that they do what they're supposed to do and, you know, following up and reminding and all this sort of stuff. Now for that, I say to you, you've gone beyond your roles and responsibilities. You've gone into the business of being attached to the outcome. Um, when you turn on a light in your room, it's not a light that, that walks with you when you walk, leave that room. It's only in that place. And when you get out of your place and your, you know, your, your range of which you're supposed to shine, then you get disappointed. Then you feel bamboozled. Then you feel as though, you know, you gave effort and you've made decisions into a, uh, an area or into a circumstance that you didn't belong. And because of that, you cause yourself the damage, the hurt, the um, misled expectations into a space you don't belong. Having the understanding that people's circumstances are exactly that entire their that's their circumstance is a skill <laughs> to say the least because a part of you wants to know that everything's going to be okay for them a part of you could be envious a part of you could be worried very worried a part of you could be concerned confused as to how do they think that they're going to do half the work and still graduate um, you know, or, you know, maybe that you're angered by whatever it is they're participating in. And you're really just attached to the outcome because you're like, there's no way in hell this is going to work out for them. Um, or this is not going to work in that way. And so you're following through, you're, you're navigating through the conversation and your the relationship is overstepping its boundaries. Now, when you decide to be to have a sense of self where you are no longer attached, worried, overly concerned, um, interested, you know, making the effort to put yourself in a place that you don't belong, you sincerely allow yourself the freedom and the flexibility to, to be wrong, to be um, at peace with what you say or what you said. Um, to rest assured that God is taking on the rest of the weight. You do not need to be a part of that. Something I remind myself a lot of is like everyone's destiny is already mapped out and we don't have to be the orchestrator. (laughs) You know, sometimes we're playing God, acting like God. Um, You know, it's just one of those things that we have to be very careful about because sometimes our good can, can turn out to be excessive, to be you know, motivated by the wrong feelings and we don't leave it up to the professional. We try to take matters into our own hands. And that's, that's a, that's a conversation you got to take up with yourself where, why are you not trusting the process? Why are you not leading by faith? Why are you not allowing the circumstance to be exactly at their circumstance or the circumstance that 
your interaction point was just that conversation or just that moment. Now you may also say, okay, well, I'm the light and I feel like this person is taking advantage of me. I feel like they're using me. I feel like they're, you know, trying to just take from me. Now that one's a tricky one only because that's when we start to, to start to need to start to synthesize the conversation and address and understand, is it a situation of boundaries? Is it a situation where this person is not being productive about their situation? They're just spinning their rules on their wheels. So again, boundaries. Um, is it a situation of this person is is working up the courage to make a difference um, or make a change? Is it is it one of those situations that this person is it doesn't the advice or the conversation you're having is not surrounding tactical, you know, ways of how to manipulate or how to advance or how to, you know, shift out of the circumstance that they're currently in. It's more of like emotional support of how to cope with their circumstance. Um, or that person doesn't have the capacity really does not have the capacity to work their way out of that circumstance. And again, it's going to be a situation of me redirecting my attention into something that's more valuable and more impactful. Now, let me be very clear. Each circumstance is different and you have to read it as such. You cannot just automatically assume. Me personally, I'm very much a, I will find ways to get the information I need out of you. I like to communicate. So I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to, you know, get feedback and, and, and make it interactive. Um, but sometimes it's hard to read. It's hard to understand. That's when you go with your gut and go with your capacity. Do you have the capacity to continue to maintain this relationship where you are giving advice, guiding, being a light when you don't have it to give? There's so many times in my life where I've been a light and I felt like I didn't have it. And it was because I was overextending myself. I was I was like a searchlight. I was searching for reasons to um to be in people's lives and their business and their circumstance when I needed to really focus on my lane and stay in my lane, which is a theme that I've talked about plenty of times before. But um, once I recognize that I have to operate every single experience as though um, it's a gift to myself, oh, mm, it just, it, it really limited my reach. And, you know, you might say, okay, well, Sam, you're pouring into your podcast, all this advice and experience and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, you do become a light. Now, again, this is a personal endeavor that creates an avenue for me to release my thought process and to share that with others, especially, you know, those of you who are fighting in, you know, battles that you'll never talk about. You'll never bring up moments in time, which you never probably want to remember um, experiences that you feel bottled in or boxed in by. And first of all, just kudos to you to listen to this because there is a sense of light in you and you don't even see that. Another thing is complete side note. I want to do maybe a zoom with everyone. Um, so if that's something you guys are interested in, I would love to like, you know, have quote unquote virtual face to face with everyone. Cause I know we're spread out. Um, that would be really cool just to interact with you guys and, and get your feedback on, you know, not even feedback, but just things that you're drawn to this this platform for and, and strike up a conversation and connect with the you know the community that this is built. If that's something you're interested in, let me know. Everything in me, IG, DM me, tweet me, you know, whatever it takes. Um, but yeah, I think that the burnout 
associated with being a light is become is because of many different reasons, whether it be, again, overextending ourselves or not taking proper care of ourselves. We cannot answer the phone. We cannot answer the text. We can save it for later. We don't have the obligation to anyone but ourselves. You know, this gets sticky because when we talk about kids and the expectation that we're supposed to service and, you know, provide and, and navigate for them, we also have to be mindful to teach our kids what healthy boundaries are with emotional regulation and self-regulation of emotions um, to ensure that they start to practice those things from an early age. So as they, you know, merge into adulthood, they're able to understand their limits of what they can give. Um you know, it's great. It's a great, great, always a great time to practice that because it's always a great time to help them and model that for them. But, um, there's many circumstances, like I said, where we just overextend ourselves. And I think that's common nature. And also, I think that's also encouraged, especially with women and being natural born givers and conditioned to be givers. It's very easy for us to overextend ourselves and to be the light and be the nurturer and be all of those sort of things. But if we can't be ourselves, then what are we? We're just a shell. We're just zombies. You know, we're just being zombies and we're not fulfilled by that experience. When you feel like your cup is is overflowing your your ability to give and to extend that is amplified because you know that the impact that it makes because you feel it you feel that sense of completion and 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 warmth and ultimate just overwhelming sense of like love and appreciation and all that sort of stuff. And you just, you feel hopeful in so many different ways. And then to share that you come from a place of just excitement and opportunistic, and you want to do those things. You want to give, you want to be a part of someone's joy, you know, but when you are giving because you feel as though it's required and you don't have much to give in the first place, then you start to find yourself in a place of resentment frustration, um, you know, overly excessively trying to make something work, putting effort into something that, you know, you feel obligated to versus like invited into and, you know, committed to or excited about or interested in or wanting to be invested in. And that's something you have to be weary of. That's something you have to be mindful of. That's something you really have to, you know, take some time and reconnect and reassess um, what you're doing because it can it can surely burn you out, wear you down, and giving from a place that you don't you being a light or giving from a place that you don't actually have anything from causes you to do very low, I hate to say low vibrational things because you don't have anything to give. So what are you giving? air, spit, you know, everything you can think of, but nothing that needs to be there. So one of the things I would do, especially when assessing yourself, do are you a light? Do you feel like a light? Do you feel like you want to be a light? It comes from within. Do you have the energy to be a light? Do you have the capacity to be a light? Um, how can you maintain your light? 
Um, maybe you like the fact that you volunteer or you have a great connection or you have a stage or a voice in which you can use. One of the main things you are, are responsible for is ensuring that your light is taken care of. You're doing the maintenance. You're doing the the work to ensure that you're on the right path. You're on the right page of things. You're you're making the effort in the right direction, and you're maintaining your quality, maintaining your you know your light. And so once you're able to navigate that, then you're able to come from a place of pure humbleness and gratitude because you know the work that it takes to be this in this place and you know the power it can have on others. Now, this is something that I I will say I've never up until this way I've never felt like I don't know like you guys don't understand. As I talk on this mic and I, you know, put myself out there and stuff like that, I've never listened front to back and to any of my, my podcasts. Um, I don't feel that me being a light in, you know, people's lives is something that is a personal calling. It's more of a, a responsibility or, um, something that God has called me to do. It's out of, out of body. And I had someone say to me the other day, oh, thank you so much. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) it's not me. It's God. He is requiring me. He has, yeah, I'm the vessel. He's requiring me to do this. I truly believe that I'm not doing this because I'm trying to have people listen to my thought process and put myself out there and believe what I say and do as I say and all those sort of things. I definitely don't feel that way. That's not even close when I hear people finding value with what I say and what I've done and what I recommend and the things that matter to me, I am, I melt because I'm like, those are my people. These are my people. They understand me. They get me, you know, and to have someone or have people recognize who you are and understand that and and believe in you and support you is such a humbling and energy filling experience. And that's really what it is of like, I want my my people to know that I exist. I want them to know, I want you to know that I understand, I get you and I, I support you and I'm rooting for you and I want you to win and I want you to be a light and I want you to be in your lane and I want good things to happen for you no matter what. Um, I'm not attached to the outcome. I want those things for you, but that's a personal quest. That's a personal responsibility that has nothing to do with me. It is simply an effort and an energy in which you put out. I can put into you every hope and dream or desire I want, but the output is you. If the output does not match with that or it does not you know, equal that, then that's, that's the answer. Not the input of what I put in the ingredients, but if the output is that it did not equal to that, that's what it is. Because there was no, you know, effort in ensuring that you were on the right path and you were doing, there was none of that. So that's not, that's not anybody else's responsibility, but your own. Um, I'm big into accountability. I think you guys kind of have pictured, you know, picked that up so far. Um, but I'm also big in opportunity. There's so much opportunity, every challenge, every setback, every uncomfortable moment is an opportunity to grow, to shift, to look at things differently, to adapt, to, um, challenge yourself in a a place where you may be running from. I can't tell you how many things I run from today. I ran from something major that I did and I overcame, but 
best believe it was tugging at my heartstrings to be like, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. Like two days of just thinking of that, this is not gonna work out. This is a major, major moment where I'm probably not, this is probably not gonna work out, but it did. And and I appreciate all of those moments in which I am walking with fear. I am trusting fear to guide me into a place that I need some growing to, to do. And, um, the opportunity that is within that. And those small achievements have really gave me the confidence and gave him, gave me the sense of direction that I have right now. My sense of direction comes from trusting my light, trusting my vision, trusting what God sees for me and trusting that he'll do the work. I just have to be there to accept his glory and accept his, um, his guidance. And that's not something that I'm willing to ignore. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do I hit the mark every single time? Absolutely not. Am I working on not overdoing it? 100% because I can be an overachiever. Um, and it's funny because in school I hated, like I, I did hit the, the, um, um, you know, honor roll and I wasn't gifted. I was, it's funny in high school, when I got into high school, they wanted me to put myself in gifted in ninth grade. I was like, no, I'm going to be in, um, in regular. Cause I could, I could do, I could master it. They put me in gifted the following year. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to work hard. And then, uh, when I, the following year I picked my class, I was like, Nope, regular. And the, the year after that, they're like, Nope, gifted because I could just soar. I could just fly with, with you know, flying colors. Um, but that wasn't my complete story. I struggled with math. I sucked at math. I suck. I still suck at math. Like I failed math in my master's degree program. That's why I wasn't able to finish it, finish that program because it just wasn't happening. And it doesn't matter. I, I caught, I had so much stress. It was no, nobody's, I don't know why I was trying so hard. If that just wasn't aligned with where I need to be, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> I instinctively chose a, a master's degree program that did not include math in order to pass. And even when I did it, I did, um, I ended up doing a master's degree that had math, but it was like, um, what was it called? Like accounting or something for business, like accounting, accounting for business or something like that. I failed that first one. I, by the grace of God, (laughs) I passed the second one to be able to graduate. If I had not passed that, I wouldn't have been able to graduate. But yeah, it was a testament of my endurance during COVID, especially. Um, But, you know, here we are. We're on the other side. That's the point. Um, But there's so many different things that I have fallen short of uh, in my in my eyes. And you that that is a part of the complete picture. That's not that's not the part that you leave out please put in the parts where you fell short because where you may have fallen short, someone else have may, you know, may has, may have, um, you know, exceeded expectations and that's the unique beauty and design of them. And that's, that's the whole point of all of us. Like we all have attributes that, you know, across the board don't always, you know, copy paste and connect with others. And that's okay. You know, it, the opposites sometimes do attract or sometimes the opposites complement one another. That is the great piece of it all. So, you know, that's a part of the puzzle. That's a part of the story that matters. Like I said, I've, I've been in the place as well too, of being someone who is envious and, you know, crap talking and not afraid to speak up on what they felt. And, 
gossiping and, you know, belittling others and turn around and expect that I'm supposed to have all these good things happen to me in life. And I can't help but think like when I had a choice, when I had a choice to speak positively or acknowledge how I was feeling inadequate instead of tearing down someone else's adequacy. Um, I didn't make that choice from a good place. I made it from a place of envy or jealousy, um, more so envy than anything else because I wasn't able to navigate that. I'm a perfectionist at heart. I want to get things right the first time. I don't like to learn lessons multiple times, but there's been lessons that have been taught to me this year alone that I didn't even know I needed to learn. And that shows you how much I can't manage my entire life and I can't manage the entirety of, you know, what is, what is that I'm going through. And that's a part of the process and that's okay. That's okay. I just encourage everyone to be mindful, be very mindful of what it is they're giving their light to, what it is that, you know, they're doing to sustain, you know, sustain their light, pour into themselves. Um, I, I pray that you have the courage to put some boundaries, put some nose <laughs> and some nose is a, is a complete sentence. Okay. Um, put some boundaries, put some, you know, intentional effort to have a playground of play. I can't explain to you enough how in, in, you know, informational or important play is to our humanistic instincts. Play teaches us so many different things. And even if you say, okay, I'm going to go to the movies or I'm going to have this experience out of complete play, you know, as an opportunity, please understand you are doing nothing but justice for yourself and your well-being and those around you. And the more that you, you invest in yourself, the more you amplify and become a radiate, you know, light and, and guiding and energy and all that sort of stuff. So that's, that's something that as an individual, you have to be responsible for and you have to be mindful of. And I can't tell you how many times I've recognized just subtle things that people have done to thank me or to acknowledge me or to be supportive of me. And I think every single one of them, I think every one of you just for listening and spending time with me out of your day, out of your life, doing whatever you are, whether you're in the car at home, you know, watching, you know, TV and multitasking, cooking, whatever it is that you're doing, folding socks, um, that you've given me this time because it allows me to know that I have a place in people's lives and their hearts. And that's important to me because to live a life for myself is extremely selfish. And that's not something I intend on ever doing, but knowing that I can live a life of service and giving and know that there's more than enough good that can pour into me is something that I am greatly, greatly thankful for. And, you know, I just want to continue to show up continue to show up for you all. And that's exactly what I've been doing. So I'm not going to make it a, a, a big thing because I'm in a good place. And I hope that radiates and I hope you guys can see that. And I am thankful I'm in this space and I don't want to lose it, but I know with the ebb and flow of life, I'm going to have some low moments in the future, but as they come along, I'm going to have this to document and to remind me that I have been a light and I have been able to um, experience that range in life. So 
Thank you all for listening. I deeply appreciate it. I can't wait to chat with you guys in my next episode.